What's up, guys? It's your boys, Hamza. And Amaldeep. And this is Time Sync. We're in episode 117, or not. I don't know. We're not really checking that that deeply anymore. We didn't check this time. We didn't check before the recording. We made a mistake. So, I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. So, okay. I've recently, I've been watching a show. You might have heard of it. It's called Malcolm in the Mill. I've heard of it, yes. Only ever heard of it. You haven't watched it? I never actually watched it myself. It looks great, but like, it looks. I don't know what streaming service it's on. Okay, it looks super good. It's all free on the Roku channel. Oh, really? All of it? Is that what that? Okay, well, well, I'm on season two, so I don't know if all of it is. No, no ads, no ads. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, very good, right? So I've I've recently I've been watching it. It's pretty, it, dude. It's so good. Like it's ridiculously good. I don't know how the heck they're that good. I've heard really really good things about it. So yeah, it's very good. You know, as a kid, I thought that was like a Disney Channel sitcom or something. But like it's not. It was like a prime time. Yeah, it's not. It's not Disney, but I think it was. It's owned, but it's like later it got acquired by Disney or something. Oh, is that what? It, oh, was it like on ABC or something? I because ABC is owned by Disney now or something. But it, like maybe that's what. But it was. the reason why I know that is because there was they did a poll. Disney did a poll saying, "Do you want to put it on Disney Plus?" I don't know if that. I don't oh, know what okay. happened in that poll, but they decided to put it on Disney Plus in the UK or in Europe, but not in North America. That's a very weird. So, that sounds more like they just couldn't get the rights to it for some reason. Because they sold it off years ago. Oh, I mean, I don't know. But it's on Disney Plus. It's just not in America. Great. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I'm watching it. And that's where our sponsor comes in. So <laughs> the VPN. Nord VPN. Express VPN. I, I really hate that. Dude. Private internet access. VPNs are everywhere, man. It's crazy. I don't mind the VPN thing. I just don't like their ads. They're like, oh, if you want to watch shows, you want to watch your Netflix show some other region, perfectly fine. It's okay to do that. If you want to rob a bank, perfect. I just feel like it's really... Like towing the line here. What? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like it feels like what it feels like mean? if you have a VPN, is that really the reason why you have a VPN? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, a hundred percent. You hundred percent. Why would people care about VPNs otherwise? I thought VPNs for were privacy? literally for security and stuff, and encryption and that kind of nah. stuff. Nah. You don't want your I mean, ISPs to know where you're going. But yeah, that's what it's for. So the ISPs don't know where you're going, yeah. and the websites can't easily track you. But more importantly, it's that you can fake your location. Where it's convenient. Like, I'm not going to spend like 10 bucks a month or 15 bucks a month to do that. Like, like paying another subscription to watch a show. Like, please. Wasn't there like, didn't somebody like do the math? And was like, it's because different subscription services cost different amounts of money in different regions. Oh, yeah. So in theory, you could get a VPN service, pay for it. Then change your location to a location where like, I don't know, YouTube premium super cheap. Buy it in that region. And then it's applicable worldwide. And then go to buy Netflix wherever it's cheapest and buy Amazon Prime where it's cheapest and so on and so forth. And it ends up saving you more money than the VPN cost. Like, I think someone did the math on that. That's still way too much work, dude. Like, that's, it's, it's inconvenient. Effort. But it, it does pay for itself in that regard. So anyways, I really recommend, I'm only on season two, but I really recommend the show. It's pretty good. Um, but in the show, I was wondering, because, you know, there was a lot of story. Like, I was looking at the actors and seeing, like, you know, what are they up to these days and whatnot. And they said something interesting, which is apparently there's something called... Uh, so I was looking at the actors. They're really young, right? The all the kids. They're very young. So how are they? How are they filming this? And were they going to school? That kind of stuff. There's something called like the local or on location. Like if your if your if your if your work is local or on location. And what it, at least what it says here is, for example, entertainment works produced within the area are considered local. I'll tell you what area that is soon. And workers are generally responsible to pay for their own transportation and meals. Those outside the zone are considered on location, and the studios are generally expected to pay for these things. 
So this show was was on location, I think. And so that was, just, that was interesting. So I, I, basically, I was on Wikipedia. I saw it, it said on location. I'm like, what does that mean? So I searched on location, and it came to this page, which surprised me. So he, he, here's the link here. Okay, here's the link here. Have you heard of TMZ? Uh, unfortunately, yes. So we all know TMZ. We love TMZ. Great, great, you know, great tabloid. But have you ever wondered what does TMZ what does TMZ stand for? You know, I actually never have. Yeah, I assume the T stood for tabloid, but that's about it. Yeah. And media, maybe. Yeah. All right. Something. Something. No, it stands for Thirty Mile Zone. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Thirty Mile Zone. There's a, the studio zone is also known as the Thirty Mile Zone, which is TMZ. Is an area defined by a 30-mile radius of Hollywood used by the American entertainment industry to determine employee benefits for film work done within it. It's near oh, it's near Beverly Boulevard and La Cienega Boulevard in L.A. So, a lot of things are filmed there. And a lot of things are done there. That's, yeah, that's really interesting. that like, the, the movie industry itself just owns an, a plot of land effectively? Yeah, it's, it's for like you know making sure people get the right rights like it, it, within that zone. In that zone, you can do a bunch of stuff and you know workers' compensation and whatnot. So that mm. interested me because you know this is like oh so what teams you got their name from thirty mile zone. That's pretty interesting. It's weird that that's the name they chose, right? Just because I feel like maybe it's I don't know the history of TMZ, believe it or not. So I don't know if maybe originally it was more. It stayed in the thirty. It would actually stay in the thirty mile zone, and would explain oh here's what here's what LA looks like in the TMZ, and then slowly over time they went more and more tabloidish and then just harassment of people in airports everywhere yeah nationwide. i don't really know much about tmz like what they do but you know i know it's a tabloid no one likes those guys but since you're the studio zone itself as well as the lack of motion picture production companies and experienced personnel outside the zone made it expensive to film on location since movie studios had to bring everything needed from los angeles in turn anyone who wanted to start a career in the entertainment industry had to move to la to break into the studio zone and you hear this all the time, oh, right? Oh, interesting. Like every like any time a really fancy TikToker gets really popular, it's like, gotta move to LA. It's like what? Well, I've heard allegedly that one of the main benefits of doing that is LA has very, especially that part of California in general, has very strict harassment laws, like protections and stuff. That's not so. The if someone stalk like that, like stalking oh, stuff, well, that, no, it's the no, harassment okay, that's, laws that's, are there because the people are there. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, I think it's the other way around. No, I think, no, 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 I think no originally it started as like, this was, people started filming movies here for one reason or another. I don't know how that started. This became the place where movies were filmed. So a lot of actors lived there. Because a lot of actors lived there, a bunch of people would show up at the doorsteps wanting to meet the famous actors and actresses. And then eventually they established very strict, like, stalking exactly. and privacy saying, laws. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah, people yeah, come I'm here not... not for the privacy laws. They come here because the connections they can make. With other entertainers. Yeah, it, it, I guess you're right. It's kind of like, like self-feedback loop. Where because this has strict privacy... People people were there. They made strict privacy laws. Which attracted more people in the film industry. Because it's safer there. Which then made it so that... If you want to make connections, you have to go there. To make those connections. Nah. Because everyone else is there. Dude, maybe the, maybe the safer thing is a thing. But I swear, these days... When people talk about going to LA... They just want to make connections. They just want to be closer to where everyone is. Either they want to bring them to Hollywood... Or they just want to be closer. That's what I'm thinking. Or I don't know why everyone goes there. Because also I heard it's really, really expensive. So it's like, what's the it point is. of going there if it's so expensive? Uh, it must be like, yeah, you just expect to make more money out of it than you put into it. You know, Ryan Higa, he lived in Las Vegas. 
Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how expensive it is in LA. So he said, we just may, we may just live in Las Vegas, and if we need to drive up, we can just drive up. And we save, we save money that way. Oh, interesting. And even offline TV, they lived in LA, but they're like, this is super expensive. So and that's why everyone lives together in like a house, you know, kind of deal. I mean, not just offline TV, but a lot of people mm-hmm. do that, right? But they're always moving. Like, why? Like, I don't get it. Why do you have to always move? I guess it's that when a better deal comes along, you take it as soon as you can before somebody else does. But just imagine you're living and you're like, I'm sure they're not. I don't think I feel like they're not struggling to make their rent or anything. It's just they like moving. It's like every year they have to move. I mean, maybe I I know they make a lot of money, but like maybe it just is that expensive in the area. Dude, I don't think so. Okay, listen, Pokimane in one of their uh podcast in the offline TV podcast, Mm -hmm. they asked the uh, Scara asked a question, which was, was there anything that you regretted, like any sponsorship deals that you regretted? Mm-hmm. And Pokey, and well, first Michael was like, "Oh, nothing." But then he said, "Oh, there is one thing." And he didn't say what it was, and everyone was like, "Oh, yeah, that thing." I don't know what it was. I don't. I don't know. But we, there was something that was everyone it gambling knows. or something. I don't know. I don't know. But the people in the comments knew. I don't remember. But Pokey said there was a deal that she had. It was six figures. Mm-hmm. And she made it seem like it wasn't even the biggest one she had, and it was just a six-figure deal with whatever. It's a sponsorship. It's a sponsorship. Like, come yep. on, dude. If you're making six figures, you can. You can. Like with one deal, I think it's, one sponsor. If you're making six figures in one deal in a place where people are getting fifty to sixty deals, no, but okay, dude, doesn't matter. I'm not talking about. I'm not comparing her to everyone else. I'm comparing her to the house. The house. Well, you have to because the house is going to on sale for everyone. No, no, no. Because I'm saying the property saying is on sale to everybody, no. and your competition is people who are getting those six figure deals every week, as opposed to you who gets those six figure deals once a month. No, no, listen, dude. I don't think it's that common to get six figure six figure deals. Like I think you have to be in, like top like one percent or something. To get that, but when all when when all the top one percent are concentrated in like one location, no, there's a lot of people there. Dude. There's there's a lot of people there. But uh, I see what you're saying. But you're not buying for that one house. You're already in the house. You have your payment to come up. I think what I'm saying is I think they can comfortably afford it. They choose not to though. They choose to move around. There must be a reason for that. Save a buck. What was that? Save a buck. To save a buck. <sighs> I I really want to say no because like when you find a house and you're comfortable living there for a long time, you know your pets. They have a lot of pets. The pets are adjusted. Like what's well, it's kind of. It's a lot of hassle to move, and there must be like such a huge incentive to move, and I feel like it cannot be money, dude. Like, cause they're Hamza, rich. I think dude. you underestimate how much, but never rich enough, Hamza. No one's ever rich enough. All right. Well, I mean, I can't say anything because I don't know. But there you go. That's all I had. When you t- studio zone. Yeah, when the story started with you talking about how you're looking into what those actors and actresses are doing now, I kind of expected you to actually like talk about them. Cause I, I know supposedly. Like obviously, you know the 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 father figure in that show, Breaking Bad. He goes on to the reason yeah, why I watched why I watched Malcolm in the Middle is because of him. Because I was like, if oh, I want to watch Mal- Breaking Bad, I have to watch Malcolm in the Middle first. That just it just it just works. What? Like, it just works like that. That's how it is. See, normally I'm the weird one because like Puss in Boots two came out recently, and I was like, oh, I can't watch Puss in Boots two without watching Puss in Boots one, even though I fully kn- knew before watching it that I had nothing to do with the second movie. I was like, I can't watch it. I have to see the whole series for some dumb reason. And normally I I acknowledge that's a weird thing I. I acknowledge that's the weird thing I do. But that's I not weird. Like that's that. not weird. That's that makes sense. You know, you want to follow the the storylines. So that's fine. But you want to get the environment. You want to get the environment. That's fine. This this one is weird. Yeah, I get it. Because like, what Malcolm and don't have anything really. But I saw I I read like a interview or whatever with the guy that made the breaking with the guy in Breaking Bad. Right. He said the when they were making Breaking Bad, the director, writer, whoever called him up and saying, "I want you. They want you to play as." Walter White, or I don't know exactly, you know, but mm. 
in Breaking Bad and this kind of story. And he read the story and he was like, well, that's kind of interesting. He's like, but why me? Because I just did this Malcolm Miller show where I was acting like a goofy kind of character. This is like a yeah. totally different shift. And then they said, yeah, but the director of that one, he, like, he, apparently he was in one episode of a show a long time ago where that was the director for that episode. And he said he was, he was like, he really liked the way you acted there and he wants you back for this show. It's crazy. Wow. Okay. And just because of that, and then now Breaking Bad is insanely popular and like, well, it's like really highly yeah. regarded. Breaking Bad, it's so weird because AMC is one of those channels that I don't associate with, with AMC. It's AMC, right? AMC Theaters, yes. The one who, where, where did, where did Breaking Bad air? I don't know why you're asking me AMC, these things right? when I have no idea, right. dude. And I don't know why this even matters. Does it even it. matter? No, it does. I, I want to talk about it. Uh, AMC, yeah. Is that related yeah, to AMC? Yeah, it's weird because like, I, I assume it is. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, Breaking Bad airs on AMC. And AMC is weird because like, I only know three AMC shows. And I assume the it's because AMC is one of those Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. Breaking Bad. <laughs> and it's a... Uh, uh, Mad Men. Those are the three shows I know for AMC. And those are like super famous shows. Walking Dead's kind of falling off. No, Walking Dead is not falling off, dude. Like, it has fallen really? off. Really? Is it still no, popular? From, from its peak, yes. But they made like a thousand spin off shows and it's still going on. Like, what the heck, dude? I guess so. I guess it has the IP recognizability. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, to be fair, I assume. I assume. I, I don't actually know for sure, so don't quote me on this. I assume Better Call Saul is also AMC. Yeah, probably. It's a spin off of Breaking Bad. And that one, I've also heard fantastic things about that show, too. Yeah, heard amazing things about it. So, but yeah, the AMC is one of those weird channels. Like, I don't know any of the shows from it. It just does weirdly, really, like, every once in a while, they just get a show. Like, I supposedly, Breaking Bad and Mad Men were turned down from all the major networks. They all, none of them wanted to make it. Wow. But AMC was willing to make it. And, like, those are, like, their flagships now. It's very impressive. But, dude, the reason I brought up the whole, like, the actor being the same, I know two interesting facts about Mac in the Middle. One, the kid actor, the one who plays the youngest kid, apparently he's, like, he's completely away from acting. He doesn't want to be associated a, he, he's with a anymore. Driver now. Is he? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna race in the Daytona, or whatever. Oh, I'd always heard he, would be, he became a dentist. Oh, well, oh, at least in his at least on the Wikipedia it says uh, in twenty twenty one. No, no, that was a bit. Oh, this is recentish. Okay. Racing, on January 11, twenty twenty three, it was announced that Muniz would drive full time for Rhett Jones Racing, in the Arca Menard series. In the number thirty Ford Mustang. So he's a, he's like a straight racer now. That's super recent, then twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I always said that he was like a dentist or something. Like he just like completely like walked away from acting. He was like, okay, I get the royalties, I'm done. Yeah, I mean. It's... But another interesting thing is Brian specifically about Brian Cranston, the one who plays the father and Walter White. Apparently, I don't know how true this is. This feels like one of those stories that's a bit too cute. What happened was he would he would whistle during, uh, like while during filming, like when they were during scenes, he would whistle. Right? As like, you know, oh, he's working on something, he's whistling along. And then he, someone gave him the idea that he should copyright those songs, those tunes he'd whistle. Because apparently he has like a musical background or something. So he actually has like knowledge of like how to do that. Okay. So he would compose music, then whistle that music during the shoots. And then the, they would, whenever they air those episodes, he would get royalties both for the acting and the music. He would get music royalties for the whistling his own tunes. Like, I don't know if that's true or not, oh, but I that's see hilarious. So that's, maybe that comes later on. Maybe on. Maybe later in the show he gets he gets more into whistling. But yeah, that's one of the things. Like, it feels a bit too cute of a story, but I could I could believe it. Here's the thing about the Malcolm, right? The actor for Malcolm is Frankie Muniz, or Muniz. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. 
He's a pretty famous actor. He was, he was super popular when I was a kid. And he's a really famous child yeah. actor. He was in every single like Totally. I remember like think I'm thinking like he always played like the punk main character kind of thing. Like Yeah. Not like I, I guess not a good guy, but you know, hard of gold kind of character. Yeah. Would always get into trouble. Look, there's so, there's so many here. I mean if you if you've heard of any of these, like the ones that I know, like, like Mr. Doolittle too. He was he was in Big Fat Liar. Agent Cody Banks, that was really popular. Oh, Agent Cody Banks. Agent Cody Banks too. Uh okay, I don't know the other ones. Extremely hard, don't know that one. So I mean Still, a lot, of, a lot of kid movies was really popular. But here's the thing. He's famous because he had amnesia. And people thought that he forgot everything in Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah. Supposedly, like, he, he, he was like, in an accent that damaged his brain or something, right? Yes. But, but, this is, there's a little difference here. Okay, It says here in the Wikipedia, 2012, when he was 26 years old, he had a, it says he was hospitalized after a suspected transient ischemic attack. Do you know what that is, Malik? I do not, believe it or not. It says it's a mini stroke. Oh okay, so blood clot in the brain. And he was di- he was diagnosed with a second attack in 2013, so the next year. And but in 2017 he said he was fine. Although in the same month, when he was working in, when he was in Dancing with the Stars, he had amnesia. Oh. Okay. It says here it's significant amnesia theorized to be caused by multiple concussions. But here's the thing: the TV show gave the impression that he could not remember the majority of his time on Malcolm in the Middle. See how they wrote this? Yeah, so I remember I remember seeing so many articles about that. I remember reading them, but I saw the headlines like he doesn't remember making the show. Yeah, I remember that too. But look what it says here. In twenty twenty one, as a guest on Steve O's Wild Ride podcast, Muniz revealed that the mini strokes were a misdiagnosis and he was instead suffering from migraine auras. He also clarified that the story of his memory loss was largely misinterpreted by media sources. In the same podcast, he clarified that the reports of the amnesia were false, that they were based on a throwaway sentence, man, I don't remember what happened in two thousand one. Individual gaps in his memory occurred due to a large number of concussions as a teenager. Sounds to me like the show oh. was like, hey, we got to throw this thing out there because, you know. That was 100% like Dancing with the Star producer was like, we could get in the news. This could be headline news right here. We can make this a big story. So that kind of wrote me the wrong way, but that's, yeah, it's interesting. If you know, you know. He just had a son. Twenty. I, I mean, I, I heard the story about him forgetting everything. I never heard the follow-up, like always. Yeah. So I'm kind of happy to know that that's not the case. Then again, could be the follow-up is wrong too. But anyways, that's that's what we have here. Maybe he did forget and he came back. Who knows? So a long time ago, like way way back early in the podcast, I talked about Wings Club, and I opened that conversation up by saying that you and I have reached the age now, where the properties we grew up with are now marketable as nostalgic. Yeah, that age was a couple us. years ago, dude. But yeah, yeah, and. Uh, now it now it feels even more real, because apparently they are just greenlit forty new episodes of Friends of There's a hundred and four days of summer vacation. And school comes along. Now I don't know if I made it obvious on the podcast. I am a huge fan of Friends of And the Fem. annual problem. Okay. <laughs> you got to do the entire. We could do the entire no, thing no, right no, now. I'll do it this soon. <laughs> that's pretty good. Wait, I didn't know that. It's amazing. Yeah, I was I was surprised with like you know that it's not as big news as I thought it would be. Especially yeah, with people our age. I didn't hear that news at all. I mean, it's very, very early on. That's the thing. It's not like they're going to come out like next week or anything or next month. They're literally, like, as far as I can tell, they've just started production on them. Bit, bit of a concern is that there's no word that the second creator is also coming on. Right now, it's only one. Which one? Kinda, is like, the famous mm, one? It's the famous one. It's the vocal That's one, fine. shall we say. I no, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like there's a reason why it was a duo to begin with. Is the same voice actors, though? 
it it seems like it. Realistically, it probably will be because they were able to get them back for that movie that came out a couple oh, years yeah, ago yeah. after the show ended. They made the Candace Against the Universe movie. So I suspect they'll probably be able to get the voice actors back. Same thing with the other co-creator. They could probably get him back too for voicing. I just don't know if they get... I should probably start tying names to this. Dan Povenmire, yeah, the one who like does all the TikToks. Really TikToker, and yeah, we face TikToker. Makes YouTube shorts. That's where I watch him from because I don't use TikTok. He's the one who is like... He's the one who announced it. And then he's also the one who is on board right now to make 40 new episodes. We also don't know if, what 40 new episodes means. Because Pizza Fib is one of those shows that had like two 11-minute episodes in one Oh, that's right. They have a song, right? Block. Didn't they need a song? What? Didn't they have a song in like every episode? They did, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So that's, and they didn't have to make 40 new songs? They would. Or is it? I'm pretty sure that's it. it every 11 No, it was every every 11-minute episode had its own song. So they need 80 songs. But thing, we don't know. We don't know what 40 means. We don't know if 40 means 40 11-minute chunks. Oh. Or 40 half hour chunks with two episodes in between in each so that's like that's up in the air we don't know if jeff swampy march the other co-creator if he's gonna come back or not no word from him he's not responding to any people are you know obviously making posts about it and trying to reach out to him he's not responding to anything so it seems kind of yeah, like oh no oh no or maybe they're in negotiations right now it's interesting because like after prince Fib ended, which prince Fib ended in 2015 by the way last episode came out in 2015 by the time these episodes come out, it could be 10 years since the show ended that they bring back yeah, the show. Looks like it. And when it ended, they moved both Dan Pavanmire and Jeff Swampy Marsh moved over to Marlon Murphy's Law, which is like the next show they started working on. It's a pretty good show. Unfortunately, it didn't get that much traction. It, it didn't perform well. It, it, as far as I'm aware, it's canceled. I don't know if they ever officially said it's canceled, but I did not make any new episodes. New episodes haven't come out in a couple of years. Which is a shame. It's actually a pretty good show. But then... Then the next show comes out. Uh, which is just... It recently just started airing. Hamster and Gretel. Which I haven't watched yet. But that one only has Dan Povenmire on it. The other co-creator wasn't involved in that Hamster one. Hamster So it feels like that was the point where like, it split. Where they both went to work on their own personal projects. Yeah, you're right. Hamster and Gretel. Yep. It looks okay, I guess. <laughs> okay. Like I was gonna say it doesn't. You saw what two pictures? Like Phineas and Ferb and Milo Murphy's Law. They look really. They look more interesting. Is all. Oh okay. Because she looks like a superhero. You know what the... I don't like. I don't know what that's about. Oh, you don't like superheroes. You're tired of superheroes. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I mean, the gimmick of Amster and Gretel is that. The, it's like apparently the main character is the brother. I haven't watched. It, like I said, I should though. I should get around to it. The main character is the brother, has a little sister, and the sister has a pet, hamster. And like they get chosen to be given superpowers by aliens, but like the hamster and the girl get the powers instead of like, the boy, and that's like the whole gimmick is like watch he's like, helping them be superheroes, by by just being a normal person. So all right, I guess like, that's that's not yeah, that's, that's not the as inspired. The thing is, okay, Phineas and Ferb, I really love Phineas and Ferb, but I never finished it. Never finished it. I never watched all the episodes. Okay, so between us combined, we've seen all the episodes. All right, I've seen them like a thousand times. But I mean, dude, it's such a great show, though. I don't know why I haven't finished it. Maybe it's really repetitive. It's definitely a show that would work really well if you watch a couple episodes like per day yeah. or like every other day. Yeah. Watching it back to back isn't gonna work because it's just it's very very formulaic. It revels in it, but it is very formulaic, and you'll get very tired of it very quickly if you try to burn through it. Yeah. Speaking from personal experience, so I've been through that show like three times. <laughs> so do you, you have no idea when this show is gonna come out though, or this next season? 
Yeah, we have no idea. Like, there's barely any information. I was just so excited that I had to talk about it. Have you watched any other nostalgic shows? Like, I think iCarly did one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Zoe 101 did something. Zoe 101 was, I feel like, a bit before my time, but iCarly was definitely, like, my childhood. SpongeBob? Well, that's probably still going. Yeah, I don't that. Philly Odd Parents? SpongeBob's still ongoing. Yeah, well. I'm convinced. As again, Philly Odd Parents, like, it ended a couple years ago. Like, it's been, it was on for a very, very long time. Freezer was the one where, like, it ended around the time, like, adulthood started like things became more real so i kind of lined up it that way of course everyone draws that line differently but again i, I think i my biggest fear is that Phoenix, they're gonna try to make Phoenix and ferb my biggest fear is they're gonna try to make Phoenix and ferb into like the next spongebob was this a show that they just keep making episodes of and keep putting them out and just keep keep going the weirdest thing is Phoenix and ferb was only four seasons it's only four seasons but those four seasons lasted like eight years it was like super spread out like, episodes would come out at, like, random times. The gaps would be completely random. Wow. You know, the thing about Phoenix and Ferb is it's... I lost my train of thought. What was the other show they were talking about? iCarly. Zoe oh, Spongebob. I mean. See, the thing about Spongebob is, like, I like Spongebob, but the animation became too good. You know, like, they started... It changed drastically. Yeah, and they started adding more time. expressions and whatnot, and that kind of ruined it for me, you know? You're a kid, you, you want to imagine that stuff. So... Oh, Interesting. And I don't know about that one, but okay. Uh, for me, and I don't want that to happen in Phineas Ferb. Like, I keep the basic stuff. You don't have to go crazy fancy with it. It's fine. I mean, if you go back and watch the early episodes of Phineas Ferb, you can tell the difference between the start and the end too. There, like, this is what happens over time. Yeah, I guess. So, depending on who you ask, you would say they refined the style. Like they they refined it over time, and you're saying like SpongeBob is too polished now. I'm saying they have too much. Like I don't know. I was I, I watched one of the newer episodes. And I was like, what is this, dude? I can't even watch it. Like not that it, not the plot or anything, just the style. Like it's like it's really it's way different. I can understand that. I I don't seem to mind as much as other people seem to. Some people are really like they're like oh it's not the same. Cause I maybe because I grew up like in the middle. I the, when I watch early episodes of SpongeBob, they're like too dull colored. The colors are too dull in those ones. That's good. But when I see modern ones, they're too vibrant, and I, I like the middle. That's like my nostalgic zone. Yeah. Okay, but what do you think about Gravity Falls coming back too? Like what? Like what? I, it's not. But what if it was? Whoa. What if it was? Okay. What yeah. Is, what if it what was? If it's a huge one. You should establish that. Very, I was like, oh my God, what? Like Gravity Falls. I mean, I really, really like Gravity Falls, so I'd watch more of it. I'm, th- I'm thinking about it because there's such a thing as going too far, right? Like stop while you're 100%. ahead. And yeah. he did good. And people always make a joke about Alex Harris. Like he's always making jokes about like, it's not coming back, guys. Trust me, it's not coming back. And they're always like, but please, we want it back. It's like, it's not coming back. But you know. I love the joke where it's like, he made a tweet that was like, nobody like or retweet this and I'll make season three. And then he liked it, right? Well, like, it has a bunch of likes and No, like, he liked retweets. it himself, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, he himself did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, that's the end of that. He's a troll, dude. He's a straight troll. Yeah, Alex Harris is a fun guy. I don't know what... Has he announced anything he's personally worked on? I know, like, he was an executive producer on Inside Job, which also got canceled on Netflix, which is a real bummer. But he was, like, an executive producer on that. But I don't know if he's made anything that he's, like, the creator of since Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls is pretty good. I kind of wish they don't make any more of it. Cause, like you yeah, want to, I, want I feel more, like, but what else are gonna do, right? Like, I mean, what if they, what if they did like an aged up reboot, not reboot, like aged up like sequel series? I mean, that's cool, like no, teenagers, but like you know, I guess there's a lot of stuff to explore in the magical world. Oh, dude, I remember what I was talking about National Treasure. Ah, uh, National Treasure. I don't yep. even know if that's we also talked kind about of nostalgic it. for me. I don't even know if we talked about it in this podcast, but there's a show now. I didn't know that. Okay, so there's two movies, National Treasure One and National Treasure Two. That helps. And okay, and the third movie got canceled. 
Oh, there was supposed to be a third? I'm pretty sure. Because they ended the second movie with kind of a cliffhanger. Like, I mean, every movie does that. All right, fine. Like, every movie ends with a cliffhanger. There could have been no third even on the... on the. There could have been no third even planned at all whatsoever. But the director was like, maybe, maybe. Fine. But they made a show. And the show has... Like, Riley's still in the show. Like, he shows up. But there's no Nicolas Cage. There's no Abigail. None of the other people show up. Um, but it's centered around a whole new cast... Whole new story. I like how you seem to know all the characters' names except for Nicolas Cage's character, who's just Nicolas <laughs> I think Cage. It's, I think it's Benjamin. Like, whatever. But it's not that, you know, whatever. It's <laughs> very funny that he was like, it's, it's Nicolas Cage. It's fine. It's just no character, it's just Nicolas Cage. That's fine, but it makes it easier to recognize, right? And um, the thing is, though, the show is... Terrible. It's not It's not terrible, but it's not National Treasure. Like, there's no reason to call it National Treasure. Oh. Right? Like, there's, there's like what's the point of calling it National Treasure? Is this like a Velma situation going on over here? Oh, do you have you watched Velma? I have not. I don't plan to. Either. I'm actually caught up with Velma right now. <laughs> Are you seriously? I'm curious. No joke. I'm just curious because there's a lot of people. There's okay. a lot of people like dissing it. It's 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 amazing how much hate I've seen for this show. It's incredible how uniform the hate seems to be. It's on HBO Max, by the way. But the, here's the thing. Okay, there's four episodes out right now. Okay. And this show could this show should not have been called Velma. Yep, I think everyone agrees on that part. In, in the sense that it's it, it's not centered on any of the Scooby Doo gang. Like it's it's like it's anything. You could call them anything you want. Like Velma is. You could give them new names and it would work. Yeah, like Velma is literally Indian. Daphne is like Chinese. Fred is still white mm. and male. Still white. And Scooby's gone. Obviously, couldn't they couldn't get Scooby in? Shaggy is not Norville, who's black. Not even Shaggy. Not even Shaggy. Yeah, and his personality is he doesn't do any drugs. That's the main thing. That's a big thing of his personality. Is it? Yes. I, I, I want to show. Is that like a thing they constantly yes, bring up? Constantly bring it drugs? up. It's like a joke, I guess. But you know, whatever. Bring it up too often. <laughs> it's a joke, I guess. It is a joke. <laughs> the thing is, I I don't mind the race changes or the different blah blah blah. You know, different orientations or mm-hmm. the sexual orientation sure. or whatnot. Whatever. Even though you even though you brought it up, that's the first thing you brought up. Sure, sure, sure. But it's the first thing you see and you immediately recognize. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sure. That's fair. The thing is, that's why I say it's not really a Velma show because it could be about anyone. Like, in fact, it is about anyone. They probably just had to throw the Velma IP on there to make it, like. To that's what to I've heard it. honestly yeah. like I don't know if this is true or not at all it could totally just be like some idiot on the internet just said it and it's believable enough that people just rolled with it that they wanted to make a show like an animated show but they couldn't get it approved but if they put the recognizable IP the investors felt it was more safer or it was safer so then that's what they did they just threw a Scooby-Doo IP on it to make it more marketable and then make it seem safer to the investors and the second season is already late you know yeah, yeah, I heard it's always green. It yeah, make no sense. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, inside job canceled me. <laughs> I I don't know what that is. Dude. I've never even heard of that show. That's the thing. You gotta have. You, uh, you got any publicity is good publicity, uh, bro. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, Velma was called Velma, and that's why people watched it or even know it exists. Not just that, but every other day there's something. Some someone says, "Oh, remember Velma? How bad that show is!" And it gets more popular. This is how it works. I just I honestly don't know if that works. Works. It works. Hundred percent works. Okay. I, but do you think that was intentional? Do you think that yes. was planned? I don't yes. think that was. Really? Yeah, I think so. You're one of those people who believes that like, negative yes. press. No, no, I don't even believe that. I think Mindy Kaling literally said that, like in one of her interviews, that they made it bad on purpose. No, I no, mean, like, like she, like bad publicity is good. Public- like it's still, it's still publicity, it's still good. No, okay, I, I'm not asking if you believe that. I'm saying, do you believe they intentionally made the show bad? No, 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 they, they, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? They, they made the show how See, they thought the show. There should are be. people out there who genuinely think the show is like intentionally made bad. No, 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 no. As a purely as a PR move, like, the whole show just exists as a PR move. No, no, no. For. HBO Max and stuff. That's that's okay, not, you're not that's that crazy. too deep. I don't. I'm not thinking that deep. But like that, that's a weird thing to do. But okay. But here's the thing: the show, the plot, the deep plot is not that bad because Vel- they show 
that's the weird part about it, okay? If you just ignore all of the woke and the PC stuff and all that stuff, like, you know, that they throw in there, the actual plot of the show is, there's two plots. The main plot is Velma's trying to find her mom, who's missing. Okay. And she has some, she has huge trauma behind her mom that was missing because it was kind of, she feels like she caused that. And her trauma manifests into, like, these demons or whatever that kind of, like, they show it. Like, you know, it's an anime show. So they show the demons kind of, like, grabbing her. That, I thought, was really... So, like, hallucinations? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But that was a very clever way and very good way to, you know, write that out. Portray that? Yeah, portray that. And as she goes through solving the mystery, it's, you know, it's a mystery. So it's really interesting, like, who did it? And everything starts getting... I weird. know you love mysteries. You particularly love mysteries, so... Yeah, a lot of people love mysteries. It's a mystery. Okay, well, the things are linked. Everything is starting to become linked, okay? And there's also a story by Daphne who wants to find her biological parents. And that story is also okay. linked. So she's adopted? I think it? Yeah, she's adopted. she has two moms. So okay. she's adopted. And um, the thing is, the last place that Velma's mom was found was in Fred's house. So they're linked there too. Okay. And everyone's kind of linked because Norville and Norville's parents are really strange because they act normal, but they're they there's like there's like some shots when they look when they're looking at their face and it's like it's too long like the shot is too long on their face. There's something there. Is what I'm saying something creepy. Okay. Anyways, right. the point is they're all linked together, and it's a mystery. That's kind of big underlying thing. But everything else, like if you just ignore and kind of like whatever. Everything else. So you, you're one of the people who think this show could have worked if you just changed the characters' names? If they just didn't make it a Scooby IP? Uh, if it wasn't a Scooby I mean, I already don't think of it as a Scooby IP because I don't... It doesn't feel you're, like you're it. You reject it? Yeah, you're it doesn't feel it. like... It's not Fred, dude. Like, they made they really ruined Fred's character. And they, 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 there's not these characters. The ones that I grew up with, right? So it's whatever. But that doesn't mean that the underlying story isn't that bad. Just some of the jokes don't hit, you know, for me. The humor doesn't hit. And also Velma's character is kind of a... She feels like she's not learning that much. I mean, they're in high school, so whatever. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. That's by far the most positive thing I've ever heard about Velma. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I can, but the thing is, I'm seeing the positive parts, but really, if you, it's the show by itself is really... Would you recommend it? Uh, I mean, I gotta see how the mystery goes. You know, I have to see how the mystery okay. goes before I can see. You can't say for sure. I'm surprised you just wouldn't say no. Because the thing is, when I'm watching it, I'm ignoring all that other stuff. So for me, okay. it's almost like it doesn't exist. <laughs> If you tune it out, it's not real. It's not yeah, exactly. Like when when she says stuff, it's gets it's so repetitive. I'm like, I kind of tune out. Like she's talking about like, um, there there's an, there's an episode, episode three I think or four or whatever, where they have to the murder. There's a oh, spoilers for Velma. This is spoilers by the way. Spoilers. <laughs> there's a murder right now. Like the first okay, episode shows killed. up with someone killing some, like a, a girl, and taking okay. their brains or something for some reason, or maybe that was a joke. Okay. I don't really that that flew over my joke my head, but okay. But they realize that there's a pattern. Do the murderers killing? It's always hot girls. That that okay. is what it is. So okay. the police is like, what we're gonna do is we're gonna rank all the girls in the high school, <laughs> and the top five okay. are gonna get the police detail. You can see where it's going, right? And then Velma's like, okay. oh, so we're just gonna go after some white, uh, old male people that are gonna rank girls off the blah blah. blah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of shit yeah, she's yeah. giving out. Then they're like, fine, if you like it so much, then you you do the ranking. But okay. she can't do it. After a long time, she ends up giving it to Fred who's a white male dude, and he does the ranking anyways. So I'm like, the okay. show is like, this isn't right, but then whatever, we go along. The show can't decide whether it's what what, what they feel about it? Or yeah. Is that lesson at the end that Velma's wrong? Velma's always wrong. She's she's like the worst character in the show. <laughs> no, seriously, she's like one of the worst characters on the show. But that's kind of her personality. That's, that, that's character growth, right? That's, that, this is the, that's kind of the point, I think. Okay, she's supposed to be annoying and terrible, and then she's supposed to get, become better. Yeah, she's supposed to be really bad right now. She's not even that good at solving mysteries. She's actually terrible right now. And she's gonna get she's supposed to get better. Okay. They left plenty of room for the character to grow. 
is like your positive way of looking at it. Yeah, I think so. Also, right now my favorite character is Norville. Okay, that's good. Which is like he's not even close to Shaggy, but he's just you know he's an interesting character. I'm just uh, I want I want Scooby though. I think they couldn't get the rights to Scooby. Like I think show. it was just like uh, once again could this be some idiot, idiot on the internet saying things that they were able to get the, the IP like approval so that they could use them, but because it was a dark adult kind of thing, like you can't use Scooby Doo. Yeah, can't actually have Scooby Doo though. That's what it was. Which is fine. It's whatever. That's why the show is not really Scooby Doo show. I don't even consider it a Scooby Scooby Doo show. It treated it the same way you treated the uh, American live action Death Note kind of thing. Oh yeah, that's like a totally different show too. Though at the end of the American live action Death Note, Timmy okay, Turner. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, not yeah, Timmy yeah. Turner. Light Turner. He did something that was really similar to the to the real Death Note. Okay. Where I felt finally okay, he's doing something that's kind of not nice, like a little bit evil, but also smart. Mm-hmm. Only at the last second, dude. Like everything else is just what is going on, dude. At least with that one, like I said, like I just assume like. Don't think of it as Death Note, the anime or the manga. Think of it as what if somebody else, just a normal person, not light Yagami, super boy genius, but just some dude got the Death in Note. A, in How in an go? American high school, yeah. In an American high school setting. And he's kind of he's kind of a, an outcast. I think that's kind of maybe sort of important. But yeah, that's, that's how I view it. Like, don't think of it as Death Note. Because like, I feel like you could go, you could do a lot of interesting things with that story. With like, what would character A do if they were given the ability to kill anyone just knowing their name and face yeah i think you could go a lot of interesting directions with that story the manga decides to go this like detective kind of route but you could go to like plenty of other routes with it too yeah so i don't want to find less egregious i might watch one Velma now because you make it seem like it might be like somewhat passable and not a waste of time if you skip all the bad jokes it's, it's not like this underlying plot is not that bad how much am i missing if i skip all the bad jokes percentage like 70 percent Oh my god, Hamza. And you're still like, we had to wait till the end to be, decide whether I'd recommend it or not. The thing is, that's how... You're skipping that, 70% of the show, essentially? That's how they hook you, dude. They have an underlying mystery that's really interesting. That's how they get you. Look at Gravity Falls, dude. Whole season was like, what is what is this? Look at Lost, yeah, dude. But the but the thing is, you don't skip 70% of Gravity Falls to get to the underlying that's mystery. Fair, that's fair. You enjoy that other 70% too. That's fair. But I'm just letting you know what you're in for. You know the first the first start of Elma is like terrible, like it's so bad. Like they, I know they, I know they're trying to break a trope, or they're trying to show a trope, and they're trying to break the trope in the trope. And I'm like, I get it, it's too long. Do they acknowledge the trope? Yeah, they did. They acknowledge the trope and they show uh... the trope, and it's just so bad though. I'm like, it's it's still done terribly. But anyways, you know, it's an anime show. It's whatever. So yeah, fans of Pep, looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll watch it. Did wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, hang on a second, dude. Didn't wait, the what, end what, of Fins and Ferb show them all growing up already and with the respective partners? And okay, hold on, hold on. This is the thing. The second to last episode shows that. The second to last episode is a time skip episode where they jump forward to like right before they go to college, like after they graduate high school. Yeah. And then, but then the last episode just shows them as kids again, like on the last day of summer. So like, that's just like a one episode kind of time skip deal. It's not like a permanent thing. But that's going to happen for sure. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a for sure going to happen, yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it's an animated show. It's a show. They can recon it whenever they want. Yeah, but come on. Dude, like, oh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a potential timeline. It's a, this it's is a, now a new potential timeline. It's a good timeline. ending, dude. It's a satisfying ending. It is. Now they're like, no, 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 we got to get a deal. You know, I saw, I saw this TikTok where they're like, there's two Chick-fil-A's right next to each other. And they had that scene from Spongebob. So, Mr. Krabs, why did you decide to make another Krabs Krabs right next to the first one? I like money. <laughs> yeah. I love the one I saw... 
it was funny enough another Mr. Crab meme where it shows D- D- Mr. Crab's as Disney holding a shovel as like a gravestone for Phineas and Ferb. It's like, am I going to desecrate this grave for money? Absolutely. Just <laughs> that's digging. I feel like they do that a lot because they want to get the shows on Disney Plus and they want people to get yep. Disney Plus. I mean, yeah, if you want to watch Phineas and Ferb now, maybe they're still airing it. Maybe they're still airing it on some channels, but as far as I know, Disney Plus is just the way to watch it. Yeah. I'm glad there is a way, though. Yeah, at least there is a way, yeah. Some shows are not that fortunate. Are Disney Plus still doing that thing where you have to pay for a movie? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Like when Mulan came out? I feel like I haven't heard that in a long yeah. time, but I don't know if they... I feel like Disney's been pushing Disney Plus as hard as they used to. I don't think there's anything Mulan level, though, that they that they have that's come out, right? That's true. Nothing like theatrical release. At least I think. Right. Hasn't happened? I mean, I don't really follow Disney live-action yeah. movies that no, much, so... There could have been why I just completely forgot it existed. Look, Mulan is another nostalgia I bring back. Yeah. Dory 2 was one. Dory 2. Dory was. Dory. Finding Nemo 2. Finding, finding oh, Dory. Oh, Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Dory 2. Like, what are you talking about? Lion King. I thought even Dora the Explorer, the live-action Dora the Explorer that came out a couple years oh, ago. Oh, wait, that's another one. Do you watch that one? I didn't watch it. I heard you... I remember you, you said you watched it. You said it was actually pretty yeah, good. It's actually pretty yeah. good. I'm not lie. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I watched Uncharted at your recommendation. Oh, it- Saying that it's better than you should have talked about Uncharted, man. What the heck? Alright, cue the music. Transition time. So I was watching... So I watched Uncharted. So, okay, so wait. Just a quick scene thing. Tom Holland is the dude in Uncharted. That's kind of why the movie was made. Because Tom Holland was there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie... I know you didn't know this. This movie was like in production hell for like 10 years. Oh, okay. I know. I like it was switching writers. It was switching directors. Like every... Like, year or two, you'd hear about, oh, the Untried movie, new director. Oh, the Untried movie, new writers. Oh, the Untried movie, new producers. Like, it was constantly just, every year you'd, re- you'd be reminded the movie's in production because somebody left the team and was replaced. Why is that? I don't know. It was just weird because Untried is the most, like, movie, one of the most movie-like games there is. Yeah. Like, the Mario Brothers movie that's coming out soon. That one's like, I don't know how you're going to make a movie about Mario Brothers, but they'll figure it out a way. But like Uncharted, you could just take the cutscenes and the action set pieces and stitch them together and just a movie yeah, right there. That's why I think The Last of Us is doing so well. Like I've heard about The Last of Us uh, TV show. I heard it's doing really good. But you know why it's, you know why it's doing really well? Uh, Pedro Pascal is awesome. Exactly, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Pedro Pascal. I love him. Anyways. And also, I keep seeing these comparison clips. They show a clip from the show and they show the cutscene from the game. It's like one-to-one. Oh, wow. They basically just recreate the cutscenes like shot for shot almost. No, that is impressive. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what they should have done for like Uncharted. Just do that, but that's not what they did though. They kind of just smushed all the famous scenes from a bunch of games together, and that's the entire movie. So wait, movie. so you played the games, Molly? I'm familiar with some of the games, especially four. I'm familiar with four the most, and I think I, I think I did three as well, but not one and two. So this is I good really because I haven't played any of the games, and I wasn't familiar at okay. all with the characters, except I knew kind of the idea, like treasure hunting. Let me clarify: I didn't play them. This is back when I was super into Let's Plays, and I watched Same Let's Plays difference. of them. Uh, yeah, from a movie context point of view, same difference, yeah. So what did you think? Wait, over, overall thoughts? Honestly, not that bad. I can kind of see why it didn't do super well in the box office. I, I, I'm i pretty sure the movie's considered a failure. No way, it's not a failure, dude. I'm pretty sure it's, it was considered a financial stop, failure. Dude, not, stop, not, stop, fail, stop ruining my Failure dreams. in that it didn't make enough money. It made money, but not enough money. Uh, Maybe you're right, but the bo- the budget was 120 mil, and the box office was 400 mil. Four times? That's not that's not terrible. It's not good. That's not, you know what? That's better than I thought it was. I thought it was only be like, Maybe a hundred mil on like profit max, so yeah, that's, that's not, not bad. bad. That's not bad. I thought, but I still don't think 
I, I guess it didn't leave much of a splash. There was no impact when this movie came out. Yeah, no one it talks about came it. And no went. one really talks about it. It's kind of sad about that. Which is which is a shame because it actually is not that bad of a movie. Yeah, you, you were right. It it was pretty. Like it was a decent adventure movie. You want like a decent just watch an adventure movie? It's perfect for that. And there was there's gonna be spoilers by the way. Recommend watching. Spoiler alert! Sorry it's now. It's good. But there were some twists that I mean I didn't expect. Right? Because normally in- that movie. The movie, I feel like, was a bit too twist-heavy. Like, really? They had, they had to have it twist-heavy like, in three seconds. Twice? Maybe three times? Uh, okay, okay. But no, because normally, normally, when you save someone's life in a show or something, yeah. they, they're really, they're yep. really thankful, whatever. You didn't expect yeah. Double Cross. That was, like, really coming out of nowhere. That was out of nowhere. That, that was a good one. Where it's like, you know, you, person A doesn't believe person B. Person B saves person A. Normally in the story, that's when person A learns to trust person B. But no, person was like, I'm going to stab you in the back now. Yeah, which is like... For saving my life. I, like, imagine person A didn't save B's life. B would have been yeah. dead. They wouldn't yep. be able to double-cross them anyways. But because you saved yep. them... Th- I think it also shows like, how greedy some people are. Like, they just they really want what they want. This movie really leads into how greedy... It's like Sully yeah. and... I forgot the girl's name. The girl... Yeah, in, I, don't know <laughs> I know it's I know it's not the name in the game. It's a different name. Which I don't know why they changed it, but they changed it. Let's see if I can find... Chloe. So, Chloe Fraser. Is that the the movie's name or the? No, that's the name of the girl in the in the in the in the movie. Character's name. Hold on. It's Nate, Chloe, and Sully, dude. Oh, is Chloe like in what, some of the other games, not the games I've I'm familiar with? Maybe that's why. Because I thought she was supposed to be the the Monica of the movie from the fourth game. I don't know who that is. It's not Monica. Who am I thinking of? Anyways. I thought she was supposed to be a different character from the movies, but she turned out to be completely different. Maybe that's because I mistake I mistook her for a different character. Anyways, yeah. So they really, really show how greedy these people are and how they've constantly, they've they've backstabbed each other so much, like back and no, forth. That's ridiculous. Constantly. Like forget about just the two con artists, which is uh, Tom Holland's character and Mark Wahlberg's character. That's already standard. Like you know the scene where you're like, oh, I I robbed someone. I robbed you robbing that person. Okay, we get it. Oh yeah, yeah. But then there's everyone else. Chloe, Chloe did stuff like that. The evil dude killed his own dad or whatever. The yep. the girl, the assassin that worked with him killed him, and then the girl killed her. Like everyone. Like yeah, it's just so so constant. I mean, it was, sometimes it was it was actually shocking. Like when the guy killed his dad, like I like okay, kind of saw yeah, that coming. Yeah, saw that coming. Yeah. But when she kills him, that was so abrupt. Like, that was so fast. That was so abrupt. There was also no blood. That was, I thought that was odd. They actually didn't want to commit to a P, like oh, an R rating. Maybe that would have made it R. There was no blood. She walks up behind the guy, literally puts a knife across his throat. There's like a little bit of blood, and then they show his body on the ground. There's like no blood on his shirt. If you cut someone in the throat, there's gonna be blood Dude, all he's over. He's built shirt. different, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, and then all the everyone, everyone watching is like, yeah, whatever. It's just another Saturday afternoon, you know. Yep. Although it was very, my favorite thing about the movie, like my favorite scene. Was the one where the character, where the main character, Tom Holland, you know, yeah. Nathan Drake, tests the girl character to see if to see will she double cross yeah. me again, and she does. Very clever. I was thinking, I was thinking he should teach her or something, but I was like, how's he gonna do that? Cause she's sleeping. But he was able to do yeah. it like a clever way, like you know, writing on a piece of paper. Yep, that was actually a, I really liked that scene a lot because it really just showed like he figured out like yeah, these people will betray me. He's not he's not naive enough to just trust that yeah. she'll be good. So she'll he'll be like, okay, I'll test before I decide. Especially after what test. he's gone through. You know, what I didn't like yep. the. The scene where they're they have the, the ships and the helicopters, that mm. just looks so wrong, you know. It looks it's kind of goofy, right? It's yeah, kind of it goofy. Looks so wrong, like what ships fly? But it was kind of cool that it's like oh, it's like a pirate ship flight. It's a it's a pirate ship fight in the air. 
That's kind of cool. Like, we use the cannon and stuff yeah. to take down a helicopter. That's actually kind of cool. I also felt like finding the treasure felt a little lackluster. You know? Like, it just felt... It didn't feel like... Oh, this. Where's the... Like, the like the, like the, the scene in National Treasure? Like, we found it. And then the music plays. Like, we did it. We're the ones. And then you get double-crossed, whatever. But, like, it's... A, you know? He just, like... He dropped around. He's like, all right. There it is, I guess. Whatever. Also, his brother told him where to go. So, his brother went there before? Yeah. Presumably, his brother had already found it. And was just letting him know. Yeah. And that's an interesting, like, plot point. I mean, they, they established that he's alive. Plot, uh, spoiler, once again. Yeah, that's true. That's, like, the whole plot of Uncharted 4, the game. Is that he finds out his, his brother, who he th- thought was dead all these years, was actually alive. He's obviously alive, though. That's the problem, dude. I hate it when he's, like, he's asking everyone, did you kill my brother? Did you kill my brother? you kill my brother? No one's saying anything. No one's saying, yeah, we did, we did, we did. Oh, he lived his life. No. No one's saying they killed him. Someone should just say, yes, I shot him and he died. Then he believes that, okay, they killed him. And then, oh, he's back. He's, he's alive somehow? How? He survived. You think he was too quick to assume that he was dead? No, I feel like he's, he's asking people trying to find out if they, if they actually killed him. But they're not really responding. If you're not responding, that means, no, he's not dead. Well, not for sure, but you know. I don't know. I feel like the story he told was like, yeah, he got, he got shot and I left him. I feel like that's pretty safe to... It would be a safe conclusion that he but died. But he asked the lady that shot him, like, did you kill him? And she didn't really say anything. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's sad. Some of the things are a so, little... So, quick question. I have a quick question. Just real quick. The scene where they're, they're like hanging off all the cargo out of right the back of the plane. Like the, yeah, go ahead. Oh, really? That's funny. The opening shot, which then becomes like a, you know, yesterday, yeah. three days ago, whatever the hell. And then MMT catches back up to present. What do you think of that scene? Dude. Do you know anything about Uncharted? No, I don't. He, no. Okay, that's no. the thing. That's like a super, super, super famous cutscene from the game. Nah, no it's wonder. It's like the, if you talk to a person who plays, who plays Uncharted games, they'll be like, that's the Uncharted cutscene. I was going to say that it looked a little, it was very long. Okay, it was very long. Very long. And it, it's like, it almost didn't feel that realistic, you know? Like, I know it's not supposed to be realism, realistic anyways, but still. It didn't feel weighty, right? No. Maybe maybe that's how things behave in freefall. Maybe that's just how it is, like the actual physics simulation, how it, how it works. But I feel like if you're making a movie, you're, fo- you're supposed to cheat the audience, right? Yeah. If, if, that, if that's how lifeless and lightweight those things feel in reality... You should make them feel weighty, even if they wouldn't be. I see what you're saying. It's one of those, like, the Tiffany problem kind of deals. Yeah, Tiffany kind of problem. You wouldn't give a medieval character the name Tiffany because it wouldn't feel right, even if that was true. Which is not, you know. CGP great. Check it out. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely true. I don't know. I felt like it was really long and it's kind of, you know, some things were a little, like, insanely impossible. Like, they just they just work. You know? I think he jumped yeah. out of a plane without a parachute one time or something. He did that multiple times, did he? Without a parachute? Well, I guess he fell. I guess he fell out multiple times. Yeah. Okay. And then he went to you went to the girl to to say. I was like, dude, what the heck? Like, I guess, but the thing I can kind of forgive it. But when I was watching the movie, I feel like you're forgiving these people too quickly, man. Yeah. You're like, yeah. You're forgiving them way too quickly. But then, like when he chose that he he's, he he isn't purely naive that he tests her. Does it? Okay. I guess he's not a complete idiot. Like he. Oh, here's a question for you because I know like, what do you think of that scene when they get to the island? And that dude's just there. He's like, oh, what happened to you? And he's like, oh, you know, I got, we fell out of a car, out of a plane, in the air. Do you have that scene? Yeah, I vaguely remember it. Yeah, it was like a super forced, awkward kind of scene in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's the voice actor for Nathan Drake in the games. That's who that is. That's why, when you watch that movie, you know, like, this is supposed to be somebody. You can just tell this is supposed to be somebody. This is referencing something. It's the voice actor for... Uh, Nathan Drake, Nolan North. It's when they were on the beach. They're getting is. on the beach, right, from the water. Yeah, yeah. It's the thing. Like, I get that you had to kind of put like something in there to be like, "Hey, look, it's the voice actor, right, from the the guy from the game." 
But man, they could have done that way better. Yeah. That was like by far like the worst transition in the entire movie. Yeah, honestly. Also, the treasure. Actually, you know what? You know what? I was gonna say. I liked Mark Wahlberg's acting. As Sully. As Sully. Like Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg is one of those characters who's kind of like you know, he always acts the same. Is that the right way to say it? He's always acting the same. He plays the same character. He plays the same character, kind of deal, right? It's like a Ryan Reynolds kind of thing going on. Yeah, and I think it's kind of his voice. Like his voice is just the same. You know, that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying like that's what it is. And I was like, okay, I don't expect anything amazing. You know, like I watched The Happening. I watched like every other I, whatever. He's in a lot of movies actually, but he, he's in a lot of them. It's man. not bad. He's just like it's not amazing. This one, I felt like he did a lot better. Like it just felt better. I don't know what it was. Okay. Maybe it was he's getting older and it just feels more thought out. I don't know. I can't say anything with that. I I don't know if I felt that way or not. I still kind of just saw Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to trap him there. But to be fair, when I, when I watched the movie, I also just saw Tom Holland. So Yeah, no, but Tom Holland is a very Tom Holland person. I don't know like, so like, like, I guess you're right because, like, in Spider-Man, in all the Spider-Man movies, he's like he's very Tom Hollandy. Like, it doesn't feel like a Peter Parker, you know. I don't know about that. I think I would. I was gonna say he just he just feels like Spider-Man. Like that's it's the same character oh, at the end on. of the day. Because you saw him first in Spider-Man, though, right? Yeah, that's the thing. That's why. If I saw him first in something else, I probably just assumed that was his character. Overall. We need to watch the movie with Tom Holland. What movie was it? The Devil is something. The Devil Wears Prada. Is that what it is? No, no. I I, I know for a fact that's not what it is. Is it like when he was younger, when he was like a kid or something, or is this like a recent movie? It's really recent. Why, dude? Wikipedia? They just changed Wikipedia, and I can't even see the filmography anymore. Oh yeah, they changed like they redesigned the website a bit, just a bit, but no. Like, where's the filmography? You had to click like, the thing on the side. Oh, I got it. To see, oh, the devil yeah. all the time. Is that like a horror movie? Or what is that? I know, I don't know nothing about. So this. this movie, I was thinking about watching it, and then I kind of went, I kind of didn't want to. But it's it's a it's an interesting movie. It's a psychological thriller crime drama so you see why i was looking into it but he's in this movie he's actually a lot of famous people in this movie but the main one is him and robert pattinson is in this movie also known as okay. edward from twilight they're in this movie okay but the thing is we already know also the batman in the batman yeah, well, the thing is, robert pattinson we already know he has a really great range like he can do a lot of different roles yeah he's actually amazing as a performer it's incredible he doesn't feel like oh he's edward no that's not true this is a psychological thriller, and Tom Holland's kind of one of the main characters. This is like there's like a bunch of different plot. This this movie, there's a bunch of different stories in this movie. Kind of follows the same central person though, right? Which is Tom Holland, and but it's it's a lot of really strange things that happen. Like I read the Wikipedia. I didn't watch it, but I read the Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Do you want, I forget that you do that a lot. Like, you, so you you are you not gonna watch the movie? No, now? I'm not gonna. Read I, it? I, I, I decided not to watch it. Okay, but you weren't even like gonna consider going back for it. You've already read the Wikipedia. You're done. Well, I might go back to it, but I don't think so. I, like, I looked at the trailer, I looked at the plot, and didn't really interest me that much. But so, okay. the point is, he plays a different type of character. So maybe in this movie, he's going to be more, we're going to see that different different style, you know? That's all I'm saying. Maybe. Yeah, it's just possible that we coincidentally picked two characters that were kind of similar. You know, Spider-Man, uh, Nathan Drake. They're kind of both like chit-chatty kind of characters. Yeah. You know, a lot of quips in the middle of high combat, a lot high of tension witty, situations. quick humor, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like they are inherently similar characters, so of course, no matter what actor they picked, they were gonna act the characters kind of the same. Wait, what would you rate this movie in enjoyability and okay. maidness? Maidness, I put it at, at once again. My scale goes from negative five to five, right, right. just because I'm gonna say zero. It's not a badly made movie. It. It's not a poorly made movie. And it's not really? negative. Zero, it's not. It's just like a whatever. Like it was. It's. It's just the like it, ships, it exists. Man. 
It exists. The flagship? Some of the effects were eh. Wow, okay. Okay, none of them got you, right? Like, like nothing felt like, oh, this was like, oh, a v- oh incredibly well-crafted movie. Nothing like, it made me feel like, oh, this is well-crafted. It's I feel like, like there was a lot of weird made... shots in that movie. Shots that I didn't see, I don't see what in other movies. Like, I don't know, different different camera shots, ca- different camera angles that I don't see in normal movies. Okay. If you go back, you can see like, wait, um, this, this looks a little strange to me. That I, I like, I remember noticing that. There's definitely some shots where I was like, are they on the green screen? Like that happened like, oh, a couple times. Okay. Maybe that's what you're seeing. I'm not sure if that's what you're seeing or what you're referring to, or if you just mean literally the angle of the shot. Yeah, like the angle and the way the shot moves. I feel like that's unique. Mm. Okay, so that's a zero. What about in yeah. how much you enjoyed it? Enjoyability, uh, two. It's pretty passive. Like I positively enjoyed it. I didn't have a neutral reaction. But that's about it. Like, it also helps that I watched it with family. That could have realistically made a difference. If I watched it with myself, it'd probably be even lower, a one. You really like, like yeah, this movie. It's a movie. That's, it feels like it feels like that. I know, I know one is not the a one is, to you. But you have still to understand, like... yeah. You have to understand a zero for both of those means, like, this pure shrug. I know. So a one pure means shrug like, is a one zero. One is like, eh. It doesn't feel like you eh. enjoyed it. Like, that's, not an, that's, not, that's not I enjoyed it. I guess, I guess not. I guess like... enjoy would be too strong of a word. Yeah. I guess I can say like, it was it was worth the time to watch it, but just barely. It's how I'd put it. Dang, savage. So you're not going to watch the second one. Second one. The, the whole cliffhanger at the end, dude. Do you think they're making a second one? Well, you really believe for a are. second let's, they're let's, making a second they one. Do. Would you watch it? Yes. Oh. Just because you can't say for sure. Like, maybe it's a, it'd probably be a new director, new producer. Maybe this one won't take 10 years to get made. So it'll probably be better. Would it change your mind if I told you this was the fifth highest grossing video game film of all time? No. All right. Okay, what are the other four? I have to know the other four now. You sure you want to know? Yeah, I do. You sure you can handle it? Okay, fine. Let me just tell you. Uh, you mean the top four, the top four, right? Yeah, top four. Not the bottom four. Yes, so the we four have... above number five. Wait, wait. Let me tell you my ratings first. Uh, if my, if okay, my thumbs yeah, up, fair, thumbs down fair. rating scale. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, thumbs up for both. <laughs> okay. You don't even have two scales. Don't pretend like you have two scales. We'll just say whatever scale you want. Okay, okay. Anyways, let's go. Rank one. Okay, you want to guess what these are? You want to guess what okay, any of the I'm top guess... five are? I'm going to guess one of them maybe is the Pokemon movie, like Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back, the old one, like way long ago, 1998. Is that even on yet? I don't see it. Does that not count? Well, I, don't, I just it? don't see it here. Okay. Uh, whew. Warcraft probably oh, made a lot of money. That is your Lucario and the Mystery of Mew. Is that the one you're talking about? That one's on there? That one is 48th. Weird. I totally, I totally thought that the original one would have made the most money out of all of them, honestly. If they had theatrical releases. Yeah, so I definitely... I feel like Warcraft is probably on Warcraft there. Warcraft is number one. You got number one. Is it number one, really? people got that in the survey. You're moving on to the... Play, pass or play. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are the other ones? Oh, I actually got the first one. one. Nice. Okay. You think you have anything else? I can just tell you. I know Warcraft has made a lot of money because they made a lot of money internationally. So these are all really close. Uh, Uncharted made 401 mil. Warcraft made 439 mil. Oh, so it's all within it's that range. Tiny range. One to five. Uh, okay, I'm going to guess Sonic the Hedgehog is on there. Okay. Okay, I'll just tell you. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is the fourth highest. Okay. So here's here's the, here's the list. We have Warcraft right, Go from one. five, five, five oh, okay, up fine. to one. Uncharted. Okay. Uncharted. Uncharted is fifth. Then Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Then Rampage. Belly, the freaking rock one? Yeah, the one with, with the, the rock. giant monkey? You know about that one? Wow, I, never, I didn't even hear about that one. I mean, I know it existed just because it's it was like a video game movie. Like I thought, like oh, interesting. Rampage of all the movies to make a, all the video games to make a movie I about. I've heard the video game Rampage. Yeah, most people haven't. That's why it was a weird choice. Okay. 
then Detective Pikachu. Okay, finally yeah, I didn't think that would be there. Other movies here... Detective, Pik- Detective Pikachu is higher than I thought it would be. I would have guessed it to be a four. There's a number two. In the top ten, we have the Angry Birds movie, Prince of Persia, Sand of Time, Sonic the Hedgehog. A lot of Resident Evil movies here. Oh, I forgot those movies existed. Pokemon, the first movie, is 16. 16, okay. So it was a bit higher than the other one you said was like 40-something. Yeah, that was... The me. Lucario one. Yeah. All right. That's kind of cool to know. No, that's a... I, I always feel like those shouldn't count, but like, I know technically they do count because Pokemon is a video game franchise. But to me, those are like anime movies. Detective Pikachu makes sense. Because Detective Pikachu is a game, it's a movie. Done. Just say you're racist. But this is like game to anime to movie. It's like, that's different. That feels different. But in the Wikipedia, it says a lot of people didn't like it because it wasn't, um, it was underwhelming. Which one? Uncharted. Oh, okay. It says here, express interest in a sequel, citing the car chase from a thief's end as a set piece he would like to replicate. But noted that it was okay. entirely dependent on the financial success of the first film. Following its first opening weekend, chairman of Sony Pictures, Tom Rotman, said Uncharted is a new franchise for Sony. That's just words. They don't mean much. Those are just words with zero weight behind them. Yeah. Alright. I mean, the the, the the car cut scene was pretty good. Like, you know, it would be the... It would be the uh, stuff hanging out of the back of the cargo plane kind of thing of Uncharted 4. Okay, last question. Would you recommend people to watch the movie? I'd say give it a shot, yeah. I'd say, like, yeah, give it a shot. Check it out. It's Like I said, it's, it's worth your time, just barely, but it's worth it. Tom Holland did run in this movie, so it's already a good movie for me. Yep, yeah, you're a huge fan of that, yeah. You gotta run, you know what I'm saying? A lot of running, actually. Uh, when they're trying to escape the traps and stuff, a lot of running. Yeah, but you have to know, you have to run in a specific, particular way, you know? It's not like, it's not just normal running, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> That brings us to the end of a very media-centric episode of TimeSync. Hope you guys enjoyed. Check on Try It Out, I guess. I thought you were going to say signing off or something, but... <laughs> oh, okay. I'll sign off now. Sign off. <laughs> I guess, do people even sign off anymore? Not not in a modern day. Yeah, right? You log out. That's about as close as you get to sign off. Yeah. Okay, Hamza logging out. See ya. <laughs>